This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This is not an ordinary PFF NFL Daily because last night was not an ordinary NFL football game. The game was postponed because instead we are all concerned about the health and the injury to Buffalo Bills safety DeMar Hamlin, who took an innocuous-looking hit to the chest and then collapsed and was ended up rushed to hospital. Trevor Sikama here um, with me today to just talk about what happened and how scary that was i think for everybody um i think we're all used and and well versed in compartmentalizing football we know it's a violent game but this brought everything to a completely new level and really reminded us all of you know the fragility of life yeah i i mean certainly not gonna um attempt to be a, a medical doctor in this situation and um obviously as we are recording this we don't know the exact diagnosis um, of what happened, but I, there's just no doubt that it was an extremely scary scene. Um, I am thankful for how the broadcasters all seem to really handle it. Um, Booger McFarlane, um, yeah, Adam Schefter, Susie Colbert, when they were asked, uh, hey, you know, fill time. You know, normally when you fill time, it's like, okay, it's a, a rain delay or something like that. And this is just a, such a tough situation. And then afterwards, Scott Van Pelt, uh, Ryan Clark, how they were able to kind of humanize a lot of this. I know Joe Buck, Troy Aikman, Lisa Salters did a great job as well. Just trying to talk through a lot of the same thing that we're kind of trying to do this morning. And for a game that, you know, Ryan Clark talked about some of his playing days. And he said that, look, I've had instances where I've had some of my best friends tear their ACLs. And the next thing that the refs say to me or, Hey, move the ball up, you know, like we're, we're moving on, you know, they're, they're, they're tending to this guy and they're making sure he's okay, but they're getting him off the field and the football game resumes. You knew that this was different in a really bad way. When you watched those players on the Buffalo Bills sideline. And of course, the Cincinnati Bengals sideline as well. Once they realized what was going on and you saw the emotion and the stares and the tears and the, um, just the outcry from them. Those are players that have seen those things, right? They've seen torn ACLs. They've seen broken bones. They've seen things like that. And you just knew that this was different. And it called for the game being halted. I, 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 I get it. There's a million logistics to go on to pulling off these games. But it's, it's hard to ask anybody to go out there and try to continue to perform their duty after they saw what they saw. And it wouldn't have been right. It wouldn't have been fair. It wouldn't have been right. They wouldn't have been in the right mindset. All, all they would have been thinking about was truly the only thing that mattered. And that was the health and, and well-being of somebody that they consider uh, a friend, a teammate, a family member, everything. So 
Um, I'm I'm very happy that the NFL came to the decision that they did last night to not play this football game, given the magnitude of what moving it might mean. But it was definitely a a sign of a, a good decision from humanity that they did so because uh, football was not what mattered most last night. Yeah, and it would have been dangerous aside from anything else. I mean, those players would not be expected to be in the right mindset. It this is. It's very different. You know, we're, we're used to torn ACLs. We're used to uh, broken bones. We're used to the sort of the standard injury toll of football. Um, even things like the Tua concussion stuff earlier in the year. Right? It's scary when it happens, but it's very easy for people to kind of put that behind them and go, well, you know, Tua took a blow to the head. That might affect him later in life. But in a couple of weeks, we expect him to be fine and back out there again. But this is different. Like this is like when Christian Eriksen collapsed during the Euro uh, finals uh, on the field. And thankfully, he was, um, you know, brought back, rushed to hospital, had the, the pacemaker fitted, and he's now back playing soccer at a high level again. But it's a totally different thing. You know, it, it brings you to a different place that you're not expecting. You're not budgeted for that. You know, you can mentally prepare for the idea that one of your teammates might get hurt or that you might get hurt and it'll be a bad injury. And maybe it's something that even affects you for the rest of your life, but nobody is out there preparing for what happened last night and for the potential consequences that that could have. And that I think is what takes it to a completely different place. Yeah. And look for a game that is built around toughness, right? A toughness box or category gets checked in scouting reports. And, and when you talk about guys that you want to bring onto your team, like toughness is a category. And I think that um, there's some toxicity that comes with the word toughness. Yes, it needs to be a physically tough game, but I think that sometimes uh, that goes to unhealthy levels. Um, Ryan Clark talked about, you know, last night, I'm, I keep going back to him because he had a great perspective about it, but he's like, I didn't even know I could die at 24. You know, like I, right. I didn't even know that was possible. You know, like I'm not even thinking about that. I'm, I'm, I'm taking hits and I'm making hits all the time. And like, you just, you don't even think about it. And when you watch something like what happened last night, when you watch your friend get a defibrillator and, and get CPR for nine minutes, I mean, you watch the tears flowing, you watch the reaction from these players. And I just really hope that, Look, I, I I don't doubt that the NFL will present them with some sort of like, hey, you know, if you you know if you want to talk to somebody about it, you know, if you want to go to therapy or whatever, like you can. This is available for you. I would certainly hope that that the Bills, the 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 Bengals, and every team in the NFL, honestly, pushes these guys not to force them to do it, but to seriously say like, hey, this was this is this is a tough thing. If you want to talk to somebody about it, I encourage you to talk to somebody about it because compartmentalizing a visualization like that every time you step on the football field that could come up in your mind and it's trauma you started it's legitimate trauma and, right and, and you started this off by saying like hey if they went back to the game last night they wouldn't have been in the right mindset to even play that game safely themselves because they would have right. been in such a fog and that is something that could happen to any one of these players whether they were in the stadium last night or not that kind of experienced and watched all these things unfold and so I hope coaches as well, you know, I don't mean, I don't mean to kind of butt anybody out of this, but anybody who was watching what unfolded happened last night, this is, this is, this felt like a near death experience that a lot of these people witnessed in person for some of them, for some people, it was uh, someone that they knew very well and very close. And that is like you said, true trauma. 
And I just really hope that the NFL and these teams just present these resources and opportunities for these guys to really be able to talk about what happened and the emotions of it and how it all kind of came out. Because if, if, if that doesn't happen, then like you said, like sometimes these guys can get in not the right mindset to even continue their careers. And that's something that I certainly hope is a next step along with this is, is presenting that opportunity for these guys to go to therapy and talk about and be open about um, what was a tra traumatic event. Yeah, the, the point that you brought up or that, that Ryan Clark brought up is a good one, which is when you're in your early 20s, you feel invincible. It, it never occurs to you that you can get badly hurt doing various things. That's why, you know, young people drive cars faster than they should, because it never occurs to them that if they crash this thing, there's a pretty good chance of death, serious accidents, something like that. The older you get, the more aware of your mortality and the fragility of the human condition you become. So it's why something like this is particularly jarring because these guys are put up on a pedestal as invincible. Yeah, okay, they might tear an ACL every now and again or you know, pull a muscle or, or whatever, but then they get strapped up, they get sent to you know, the, the miracle of modern medicine, they're back out there the next year dominating on the gridiron again. But humans are fragile creatures, and it takes something like this to remind everybody how potentially scary all of this can be um and look just like everybody last night on the broadcast I, there's i don't think there's a right way of addressing any of this like none of us we're all just trying to process it as well and we're very far removed from it relative to the players and the coaches and everybody that was involved with the hamlin situation last night um but it felt wrong to not talk about it and to talk about hamlin and, and hope that this young man pulls through and makes a full recovery and we see him back out there living his dream again um the one thing that i wanted to bring up before we left off here is that one kind of small shred of goodness that came from this is hamlin had a christmas toy drive you know one of his charity initiatives that he did himself it had a goal of i think twenty five hundred dollars something like that over the course of last night from the moment that the internet found this thing it's raised over $3.5 million, something like that, of people who, just like I think everybody else, felt helpless watching what was happening last night, found an outlet for that helpless feeling and did something good, you know, donated money to Hamlin's charity drive and raised money for kids, for kids' toys. So we'll link that um, in the description of this podcast, and, and hopefully it'll raise even more money going forward. Um, anything else you want to add before we, we get out of here and and just keep fingers crossed. No, I, I just kind of wanted to echo what you said. Like, and, you know, anytime that things like this happen, you know, people have a tendency to get on social media and you, you, you see a lot of the wrong reactions, right? You see a lot of the wrong words being said, but um, don't let that make you think that um, humanity also doesn't have the ability to show up in situations like this. And I think that the money that was raised and how people banded together for this and um, how people many, many, many people realized, you know, when this happened, it's not Bills fans versus Bengals fans. And, 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 and there's just no animosity that exists that could be anything close to what's going on. And when you see those people, when you find those stories, amplify those, get involved in those, attach yourself to those. Social media has a, a really bad way of bringing out sometimes the worst in people and sometimes the worst in us when we engage in it and get consumed with it. But there's good out there. There's good out there that's going on. There are people that are doing the right thing. Gravitate towards those people. And um, 
and I, and I know that the world's going to be a better place for it. So like you said, thoughts, loves, prayers, fingers crossed, everything for DeMar uh, as he continues to fight and, and, and we're right there with him. And um, yeah, that's, that's all we can do right now is just send him all the love. Yeah. Thanks for joining me today, Trev. We'll be back, um, you know, in the future with a regular scheduled PFF programming. But for now, this was our thoughts um, surrounding last night's game, surrounding last night's incident. Hopefully, uh, as Trev said, fingers crossed with DeMar and, and everything he's going through. Hopefully he makes a full recovery and we will talk to you all again soon.